Among the biggest challenges facing enterprises, whether they're in government or the private sector, is figuring out how to allow employees to use mobile devices securely. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and to discuss mobile device security, I'm pleased to be joined by Terry Sherald, Chief of the Field Security Operations Information Assurance Standards Branch at DISA, the Defense Information Systems Agency. Sherald is the architect behind developing and fostering a new process at the Defense Department to secure commercial mobile devices. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. To get started, why don't we talk about the security challenges the Defense Department faces in allowing the use of commercial mobile devices? There's probably three that jump right out at me. Um, The biggest, of course, is implementation of PKI on the device. Then there's the protection of DOD data on the devices, especially as people thinking about trying to do BYOD. We have to make sure that if there is FOUO information that would be stored on the device, it's done in a secure way. And implementation of a strong uh, remote network access procedures. This uh, worked with Samsung to help secure its mobile devices. Samsung's has a new uh, enterprise mobile security solution known as Samsung Knox, which is intended to be deployed on its commercial devices. First off, did this reach out to Samsung, vice versa? How that how that relationships go about? Some of the earliest contacts came from some of Samsung's business partners. They have worked with some of our Stig knees in the past security experts in the past, and so they actually made the introduction between Samsung and my support staff. With Samsung Knox, the the intent is to provide some security to their devices. Were there shortfalls in in that solution? We worked with them early, so when we, we found a few shortfalls, we were able to work with them as they're developing. They were developing the product, and they were able to make some changes to the product so that it would meet requirements. Um, a lot of the early work was in being able to help them understand what the DoD requirements were and then how those would be utilized or what the capabilities in their product, how their product met those requirements. What features must be in a mobile device to satisfy DISA's security standards? Well, actually, there's 140 separate requirements in our mobile security requirement guide. The requirements include things like protection of data stored on the device, protection of data that's being transmitted or received, malware blocking, um, control of applications installed on the device, as I said earlier, support for PKI, um, and the capability for the device to be controlled by a mobile device management server. In order for the product to successfully be able to have a SIG applied, they do need to address all of their requirements in their security technical implementation guide, SIG. Exactly what are those? SIGs are configuration guides. Historically, they have been created and developed by DISA, Field Security Operations, of the branch that I run. And they are actually DOD policy and best business, best security practices together combined to tell how to properly configure a product or, or an IA or an IA-enabled device to be used on a DOD network. The change here has been in that typically, as I said, FSO developed the STIGs, and what we're doing now is trying to reach out to the vendor community and allow them the opportunity to write a STIG for their product because they know and understand their product better than anyone else. Being able to write a configuration guide for their product just seemed like the right idea. So how does that working relationship between this and Samsung work? I mean, do you have certain people in your team and their team meeting, or are you sending messages? 
What we've done is we've actually set up a process. We have a, a vendor intent form. The vendor can go out and get the intent form and say, you know, I'd like to write a stick for my product. And they have to describe, you know, what their product does and what type of product it is. We have security requirement guides that we have developed in the mobile area. We have a mobile application, a mobile operating system. We have a mobile application security requirement guide. We have security guide that addresses MDMs, the mobile management device servers. And then we have one for policy. So if a a commercial mobile device vendor wanted to create a SIG, they could go out and download this intent form and send it into us. And what we do is we assign a security matter expert to work with them. And that person is there to go through the requirements with the vendor and allow them opportunities to discuss them, to try to get an understanding of what the requirement is. And then they're there to help the vendor as they're going through the process of writing the SIG to make sure that they're gathering all the requirements, all the things that we need to have addressed in the SIG and following the format that typically a SIG looks like so that when it comes out, it does still look like a, a typical stick. So we do work very closely with the vendor. We have defined the requirements. The DOD defines the requirements. The vendor is writing to those requirements, and then we're helping the vendor through the process so that we have a, a stick at the end that can be used for products that can be used on a DOD network. Now, are these mobile devices that Samsung is going to provide that meet your standards, are these being configured specifically for the Defense Department, or are you looking for them to have a product that's off the shelf that, that, that you, you or maybe employees can buy? Well, the goal is that we can have a product that we could use off of the shelves. By working with the vendors and being able to help them understand the DoD requirements, we're hoping that they'll be able to take those and then build them into their product to make the product overall more secure. Is this what's happening with Samsung? Yes, I believe it is. So it's the operating system that could go into various different products. So the idea is that if the Samsung device has it, then that would be meeting your requirements. Right. If the Samsung device can use the Nox operating system, so the SIG would address the Nox operating system and then how it would be implemented on a specific device. Are you in contact with other vendors? We actually have quite a few vendors that have come forward and said that they would like to write a SIG. We have two MDM vendors and a couple of mobile commercial device phone vendors that have come to us. But we're also taking this process that we've developed and reaching out. We're actually working with several other operating, just basic operating system vendors. We're working with a database vendor. We have three DNS SIGs that we're working on with the vendors. We have an application server. We have an IDS IPS product that we're going through a SIG with. So the exciting thing to me is that this is a process that was started to meet a need in the mobility world, but we're being able to take this process and also use it for other vendors to help get their products with a STIG. And why is this important? STIGs are used for a lot of different things. So they're used to configure your system. They're also used within the DOD to do certification and accreditation. So if you are an organization and you want to be able to use a product, one of the first things they're going to want to know is, is there a STIG? If there is a STIG, it makes it much easier for you to be able to bring this product in and connect it to a DOD network because they know that the, that the testing and the validation of the product has already been done. And there is a set of configurations that can be used to validate that the product meets the requirements. The DOD is a major purchaser of secure IT supplies, and the standards that you develop could influence the commercial product and could become maybe a de facto standard. There are other agencies in the federal government, such as DHS, that may have similar concerns. Is there any kind of consultation on a government-wide basis? Yes, we work, we work closely with DHS, um, we work closely with NIST, and we work closely with NSA. And uh, everything that we do is typically vetted through the community so that we're not like getting out of sync with everyone else. And definitely what we're doing, we're trying to keep in step with what the rest of the organizations are doing. So yeah, I do think there's a lot of partnership in the community and the government.
How long does the process, like Knox, take from your perspective, developing the, the stick for that? Actually, developing the stick itself, we aren't putting a timeline on the vendors. We're making ourselves available to them to work with them to try to develop the stick, but we aren't putting a timeline on them. We're basically more or less putting a timeline on ourselves that once we have the stick, we can get it tested and processed within a timely manner. With the first four vendors that went through the process, it took us about 90 days from the time that we got the document until um, it was released. How will you judge whether what you're doing there in developing these things work? I look at whether it's working if we have any of the vendors joining in. That means that we are getting the word out and that they are aware that they now have the capability to write their own stake. I also look to make sure that people are going through this process. They're being successful in getting their SIG developed. And I think time alone will tell how the market goes. But I, I have very high expectations that this is going to be a successful process. Helping the vendors to build more secure products is going to be uh, beneficial to everyone in the long run, especially with today and you know all of the malware attacks and everything that's going on. Building security into the product just makes everyone's life easier because they can still build functionality and still keep security in mind. We've been doing SIGs since the 90s. It's nice that we're finally now to a point where we can start bringing vendors in. One of the successes of this program has been the security requirement guides that we developed. Laying out the actual requirements for technology areas is something that I think the vendors have been looking for. And that's one of the things that I've heard from all the vendors that we've talked with through this process so far is how much they appreciate having this list of requirements so that they know what the DOD wants in a product when they bring it to them. That has been something that's been very successful, and I think that's something that I'd like to get out. This is a very good process we're building. We're trying to help identify for organizations that want to adopt these products. Products have been through this testing, through this validation that the requirements meet DOD requirements and giving them the ability to better assess the risk to their environment as they bring these products in. That's another thing that the requirement guides are doing is they're helping us to be able to level set the community and say, in this technology area, here's the set of requirements and the ability for you then to be able to see which products actually meet the requirements and how well they meet them. Well, thank you, Terry. Okay. I've been speaking with Terry Sherald of the Defense Information Systems Agency for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.